everyone, and welcome to On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Brody, and with me as always is Jesse. Hi. And Caitlin. Hello. And today we're going to talk about season two, episode six of One Tree Hill, titled We Might As Well Be Strangers. Which, fun fact, is a song by the band Keen. I love Keen. I, this, literally, after I finished watching this episode today, I remember this album because I loved this record so much. And this is one of my favorite songs on that record, was We Might As Well Be Strangers. Is this the same record with Somewhere Only We Know? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I Uh. was obsessed with that album. So good. I need to add it to my Spotify right now. Hold on. Yes. Yes. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shall we get started, kids? Yeah, why yeah. not? We're all here. All We're here. recording. Might I as well. Let's do it. So we open with uh, Lucas in a voiceover going back to the same fountain from Dare Night. And he's not quoting time. Steinbeck. No, he's not quoting Steinbeck. Um, I forget who he was quoting. Do we remember? Catherine somebody. It was a female author. It was. It was. It Lucas was. Eugene Scott has. It was Catherine yeah. Ann Porter. Good for him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he is returning all of the coins that he and Anna took from the fountain on Dare Night. Wholesome. Which. I liked. Yeah, right. very, yeah. very wholesome. Return the coins. Return the coins. And then he just threw one last one in and like, made a wish. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then wholesome. he pulled out the the fucking uh, photo booth picture and just like held it up and like wistfully looked at it a little bit. It's like mm-hmm. so, he put it on his mirror and then decided that it would look nicer in his pocket. Mm-hmm. It it you is simultaneously. He he's, yeah. he's he's been thinking about her all week. Like yeah, cute. <laughs> His picture is simultaneously on his mirror and a bookmark and hanging out in his uh, hoodie pocket. It's everywhere and nowhere all at once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then we go to Felix and he's being such a jerk with Uh, as she's leaving the house to go to school. And he's like, because your skirt's too short. You don't want to give the wrong impression to the boys. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Whatever. And (laughs) my favorite is the interaction between him and Brooke. As Anna's leaving. And first Brooke thinks that that's one of his little booty call girls. And he's like, no, that's my sister. Gross. And, and Brooke literally says one of the best lines is, wait, your parents had you and then thought they'd roll the dice again and breed one more time to get another one of you? Ugh. Valid question, Brooke Davis. Right? And a solid yeah. roast. Oh, like, completely. That completely. is a solid roast for Brooke Davis. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And then they banter and Felix asks her if she's thought more about that. The friends with benefits FWB Felix with Brooke and Brooke gives him another acronym that she does not say all the way through correctly. And I had to rewind it like three times to make sure <laughs> I was not wrong in what she said. No, nope. she said she gives him the initials I Y F D in your dreams is what she says. But we think we all know what that F really stands for. Right in your fucking dreams. <laughs> Get it, Brooke Davis. If this again, was Max, she again, would have said that. 
the HBO reboot, she's going to say all four words. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And then I was in such a good mood after, because we, you know, as people know, probably at this point, we double record. So we do, we watch two episodes back to back. We record back to back. I was in such a good mood because last episode, we had no Dan. It was lovely. That oh, came crashing down real fucking quick because so the next scene we get is Dan all sweaty and gross on a treadmill. Talking about he's, basketball. He's not, not, what's the word I'm looking for? He's broody. He's got a haircut. The man is back. Like, yep. yeah, yep. The, yep. the bastard yep. is back. He has, yep. he has recovered from whatever remorse he had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the nice the nice thing, you know, they were going the for him being like it. nice and changed and all that stuff. Yeah, that went out the fucking window. They don't give us any explanation why. Dan is just Dan's back. He's an asshole. We're back. Great, whatever. But we also like we we see where Lucas gets his brooding skills from in this Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dan is a broody, broody boy. Well, this, oh. this orderly who's like running the stress test is just talking about, dude, I remember when you played this game and you're amazing. And did you ever play college ball? And the look that Dan gave him, if looks could kill, that man would have died right then and there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Dan seems to be doing a lot better. You know, he's not as weak. He's not as, you know, oh, woe is me anymore. He and doesn't need probably Lucas running to... seven miles an hour on that fucking treadmill. Yeah. Right. He like, doesn't yeah. need Lucas to carry him into the beach house anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. He even has the balls enough to ask Deb to the beach house for dinner as a thank you. And then they can watch the meteor shower that's going to be happening. Oh, uh, this meteor shower. You know, let's talk about some stars hollow shit. Like <laughs> this meteor shower. Right? Yeah. So then we go to Peyton who wants to post a flyer at the record shop for the all ages night that they're going to be doing at Karen's new club. And she runs into the guy who's working there and gets into it with him about emo versus punk. And he's, she's wearing the dumbest t-shirt I've ever seen in my life. What does it say, Jesse? It says finding emo and it's a record with like bubbles coming out of it. It's, the dumbest see i love it i love it so much (laughs) that just says i think more about me than anything else Uh, um yeah so they get into it and he's he's kind of a jerk and it's whatever okay great and this is also like when i start going okay is this another decom star uh cameo is this the love interest from motocross or is this tyler hilton i truly had a moment where i couldn't figure it out and then he picked up at a guitar and spoilers it's tyler hilton guys <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh i cannot wait yeah and then we go to keith who ends up calling jules aka maria menounos aka maria that Manunos. annoying bitch from the amc movies <sighs> yeah hey guys you'll never guess Terminator, whatever, whatever has special effects. Let's watch the special effects, guys. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> she's not wrong. She's not wrong. No, she's not. <laughs> oh my god. I miss movie theaters so much. <laughs> Me too. I went to a movie theater the other night. What? Oh god. Yeah, a friend oh. of mine rented out a theater, and so it was oh. just four of us in there. We went to the movies and had popcorn and an icy and it was so nice 
Oh, can we do this? Yes, we will. <laughs> we will. Anyway, yeah, they flirt and they set a date where Keith's going to come over to her place and cook, apparently. So a weird first date. <laughs> right. Really weird. But OK, great. Whatever. Yeah. And then we get Whitey. Whitey's in this episode. Whitey! Yay. Well, I said yay until Whitey opened his goddamn mouth because Lucas comes in and, you know, is like, how's it going, coach? And, you know, what about your surgery? And Whitey literally flips shit on Lucas and uh. says he's not having surgery because his wife, Camilla, passed away while she was having surgery and he's not going to have surgery and he doesn't give a crap. Get It's off season. You're not my problem. Get the hell out of my office. I'm like, Whitey. 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 I know. No. And, and Lucas is like, Keith told me your situation. And Whitey's like, don't listen to what fucking Keith has to say. It's like, that is Keith your best. He's to mind his own business. That is your best friend in the world, Whitey. I don't care I, what emotional shit you're going through. You respect your best friend. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yeah. And then still at school, Nathan um, sees one of the flyers for Peyton's all ages club night. And they're having tryouts for a talent search, um, to perform at the, at the club night. And Nathan encourages Haley that she should audition. And Haley's really hesitant about it. And just then Whitey gives Nathan a letter that came through his office. And Nathan asks, well, who's it from? And Whitey goes, how the hell should I know? Who do you think I am? Postmaster general and walks off. I'm like, Oh, Whitey's in a mood. And that's when Ben popped up and goes, the postmaster general should also not know what's inside that envelope. That is illegal. (laughs) (laughs) There's the boyfriend hot take. (laughs) He was just so excited to be watching One Tree Hill again. (laughs) He was very quiet (laughs) through these couple episodes. I love it. I love Love that for him. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, so then... We get a really it's it's a weird scene, but it's a cute scene where Lucas gets an excuse to get out of science class that he has to go see the principal. But turns out it was just Anna who got him a hall pass that she stole whenever she was registering today because it was her first day at school. And he's like, this is so weird. I was just creepily staring at our uh, photo booth picture instead of listening in science. It's really weird that you just like popped up here all of a sudden. Did I, did I manifest you? Like what is, what's happening? (laughs) Anna is a manifestation of everyone's imagination and there's going to be a ghost moment. Yes. Ghost moment on the basketball court. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We're not watching Riverdale. (laughs) Right. Facts. You're, you're Facts. 10 years too early. For I know. Jesus. Yeah. So they talk and they both they both suss out that she's Felix's little sister. And they both realize that they have way more between them than just what happened on Dare Night. Like they both really like each other or have the potential to do so. And they both kind of admit that to each other, which they is really be- they literally only have what happened between them on Dare Night. That is, but they want more. But they want more. <laughs> Jesse, don't shit on their parade. They're trying to be happy. This isn't Tim on hole two. We can't shit on it. No, we cannot. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have a feeling that Tim on hole two is going to be a new thing? And I'm so here for it. <laughs> I'm going to write it down so I don't forget it. <laughs> a Tim on hole two. Don't pull a Tim on hole two. 
Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we cut to Andy, who, for a change of pace, is getting Karen coffee. And he invites her to watch the meteor shower together. And he assures her that he wouldn't ask her out if he thought it would interfere with her studies or his job as her professor. Great. So she agrees to the date. And Andy also says, it's my favorite part, since it's such short notice, she should bring Lucas. He'd love to meet the little guy. And Karen just laughs and says, that won't be a problem. (laughs) Which Uh, I thought about that last night whenever she said she had a son. I'm like, he doesn't realize that her son is as old as he is. No. And this confirmed it. That she thinks, he thinks that she's got like, you know, a little four or five year old running around. Right. Yeah. And he thinks she's, she's got 28. a 28. And yeah. he's got a 17 year old running around, actually. <laughs> I know this is later, but when Lucas says, if he's my age, I'm not calling him dad. And there are so no, many. He literally, he literally goes, if he's younger than me, I'm not calling him daddy. <laughs> there are so many like of those awkward, like single parent starts dating things in this episode that I, I loved it. It was so good. Right? So great. It's so great. I just love that. She literally goes, Oh, that won't be a problem. <laughs> we don't need to worry about someone babysitting uh... Lucas. That's fine. Yeah, I tried that once when I went to Italy and it did not turn out well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so then we uh, go back to Nathan and we find out that letter that Nathan received is actually an invitation to High Flyers, which is a very prestigious basketball camp that's in Florida. Wahoo. Then we yeah, then we go Back in the classroom, back to Brooke and Peyton. And Brooke is lamenting to Peyton in class about the fact that she's broke and she's horny. And boys don't like the fact that she's broke and horny. And her parents are also selling all of their stuff in a yard sale. So they made they made Brooke do the yard sale because neither one of them are there. <laughs> and she's like, boys won't want to hang out with me as they find out I'm broke and horny. And Peyton literally goes, sweetie. If you're horny, they're not going to care about the broke part. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, turns a little light bulb on on top of Brooke's light bulb head. Brooke, and then she opens up one of her textbooks and finds a picture of her and Lucas. And why? <laughs> in that moment, realizes, hey, maybe a friends with benefits thing isn't such a bad idea. Because immediately she looks up and sees Felix just staring at her. Not not weirdly at all. Brooke said, yeah. I'm going to bury my feelings. Yep, and so she decides she's going to take Felix up on his friends with benefits proposition. So they hook up in a janitor's closet. Felix was looking at her in such a way that I thought he planted that picture to like remind her that she's sad and needs to have sex with someone. No, like he's not that smart. Th- I know, I know that's not what happened. Yeah, the fact that there is that picture in that textbook mean is just completely absurd. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, that's the look that he gave. Yeah, well, I think you it's also just, forgot it's... to mention that Brooke starts complaining about how she might have to actually study to get into college. <laughs> oh, right, he, he's like, oh my too. god, the horror, the horror. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but I think the whole thing with the Lucas picture was to hammer home the whole thing from the last episode where she said something about um, how relationships are so messy and how hurt she was after her last one. And Felix goes, "Yeah, but you can still have sex and not worry about that." 
Right. And I think that was just that nail in the coffin to be like, all right, nope, Felix is right. Friends with benefits is great. Let's do this. Yeah. But not before they hook up, but not before Brooke literally lays out all of these ground rules of like, I am not your mother. I am not your shrink. I am not your friend. I am not your girlfriend. We don't talk. We don't. No, no. This is just purely <laughs> physical. We don't cuddle. We don't. It's just like, it's so good. I'm not reading your shitty books. I'm not <laughs> holding your hand while you I get a tattoo. No about your interests. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go back to Nathan and Lucas and they're actually having a cute little brother moment at the garage. And uh, they talk about the fact that Anna is Felix's sister and Nathan finds it hilarious. And they also talk about high flyers and Lucas reminds Nathan that high flyers is a camp that's three months long. And he realizes then that he doesn't want to be away from Haley that long and they can't afford to just, you know, stay where they are with Haley's cafe wages. Uh Oh, yeah. What, but what we learned in this scene is that Luke told Nathan about the random girl he met at the, the mall. Mm-hmm. Like they have brother yeah. talks. They have they brother talks. Confide talk. in each other. Yes, they do. That's why I love it. It's adorable because Lucas, yeah, confided in Nathan about the random girl from Dare Night, and yeah, and this is them talking about the fact that yeah, it's Anna, and it's it's adorable. I love yeah. it. I love it. Brothers. So, yes, and then we get another scene where Lucas goes to talk to Whitey, and he's on the riverfront, and tell him that Nathan got into high flyers, and Whitey literally is so mean and just tells him you know here's where you're wrong you're wrong for thinking that i care about any of you at all and whitey tells him he lost the only thing he cared about a long long time ago and lucas tells him the team needs him and not just as a coach but they need him in their lives and he asks him to have the surgery and um talks to him about about a, a time it was for his 500th win and there's a picture that lucas has where whitey looks really happy and it's like that doesn't look like somebody who doesn't care but also whitey had to use everything in him to not look proud as fuck when he heard that nathan got into high flyers oh exactly oh exactly. like he yeah. had to use every ounce of strength that he had yeah, to, to maintain to look shitty pissed man. that Lucas was speaking to him. Yep. 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 Yeah. So then we cut to Haley and Nathan who um, are discussing high flyers and everything. And Haley has a whole plan figured out that she's going to, you know, they'll move out of the apartment. She can move in with Lucas and Karen. She'll pick up more shifts at the cafe. They'll be fine. And turns out they're on their way to a yard sale, which turns out it is Brooks yard sale. And. The only thing we really see happen at the yard sale is that Mouth buys a picture of Brooke <laughs> and gives Haley the good friend discount on all of her clothes. And Brooke asks Nathan, how did he do it? And Nathan's like, what? She's like, you gave up all of your family's money to be broke. And Nathan's just like, well, it's because I'm happy now. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's more to things than money, Brooke. Oh. Sorry. She's like, yeah, I know, sex. And that's literally it. <laughs> and then, speaking of that, then Felix comes over to ask her if she wants to hang out, and Brooke rebuffs him and says, no, 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 amendment to this this um, arrangement. 
You will only come over when I ask you to. You don't get to dictate this. I do. And she has no interest in, you know, sleeping with him at all until some creepy woman insists on buying this gigantic dollhouse. And Brooke tries her best to make this dollhouse as unappealing as possible. It's like, no, oh, no, it's not 150. It's 450. And the woman still buys the damn thing. And it's really sad. It's so sad. And and Brooke clearly it just yeah Brooke doesn't want to part with it but the lady takes it and she literally turns to Felix and goes my room five minutes because burying my feelings is better than feeling sad yeah yep exactly then we go to the river court where Lucas is playing some basketball and Anna shows up and she critiques his shot and they flirt and they banter and they decide they're going to play a game of hog. And if Anna wins, they have to watch the meteor shower together. If Lucas wins, they have to watch the meteor shower together. Such high stakes. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm it's... also officially sus of Anna for knowing where Lucas is at all times. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is now, I mean, granted, yes, the first time they hung out, it was coincidence. Well, no, time- she knew that all that the dares all started at the mall. Like Felix planned all the dares. I'm sure she knew if she wanted to be part of dare night, you know, yeah. where to go. She just had to hang out at the mall. Yeah. And I would say it also, I don't think it takes a genius to figure out that Lucas is going to hang out at the river court in his free time. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, T. <laughs> like, let's not, not forget. Wrong. Where does this boy hang out? Um, the cafe his house or the river court <laughs> unless he is with other people that is where that boy resides period so yeah um yeah then keith comes over to jules's place to cook and it's it's they have some flirty banter and he sets off her smoke alarm cuz apparently <laughs> keith keith burns things i don't know it's just yeah and then Jules goes, do you know what I'm really in the mood for? I hop. He's, he's all like, is that your oven timer? It's like, yes, Keith, that is her oven timer. Right? The yeah. same sound that every smoke alarm has <laughs> is her oven timer. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Keith. Yeah. Then we go back to Anna and Lucas. And um, during their game of hog, they decide to play a confession game. If every if for every basket that the other one makes, they have to confess something. And Anna confesses to Lucas that she didn't tell Felix she was coming there that night. And Lucas admits that he can be selfish. He doesn't always give back as much as he gets. He said sometimes, to which I yelled, sometimes. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I I wondered wondered how far off the floor you flew when he said sometimes. Yeah, the my my note for that particular moment is all caps sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He then loses the game of hog, so he is then required to watch the meteor shower with Anna at the river court. Shucks, they're both so sad about oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. Then we go to Peyton, who is auditioning people for the club night, and they are all terrible. Haley's there with her, too. And after the last girl turns out that Nathan sends Peyton a demo, a recording of Haley singing one of her songs. And Peyton is very impressed and Haley's mortified. Then 
not to be interrupted then by the rude record store guy. And he comes by to drop off some CDs and hears him talking about, you know, talent for the club night and everything. And he gets up on stage and starts playing and singing. And he's actually really good. And it's Tyler Hilton, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He finishes and turns out he's also an arrogant jerk. Yeah. 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 And Peyton tells him that we'll we'll call you. We'll call you. Yeah. And sends him away and tells Haley that she wants her to be the opener for the night with that. And Haley's like, I, um, I, um, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So then we jump to Andy and Karen and Karen is a little confused because she tells him because Andy told her that they were going to watch the meteor shower from his front yard. And he's like, well, this is my front yard. And it's like acres in this gorgeous. Yeah. It's so big. It's so oh. big. And he, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, his front yard is a bunch of acreage in front of a large McMansion. And yeah, turns out though, this is the funny thing. Turns out there is not, we were lied to last season, ladies and gentlemen, there is not only one tree hill. There is another one in Auckland, New Zealand. Thank That's you what much. I wrote down. Yes. My it was, it, it's a volcano or now it's a park. I don't know what the hell that story was, but there is another tree hill and it is in Auckland, New Zealand. Whether that's actually the case or not, I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, <laughs> that's part of Andy's story about how he ended up in the States from New Zealand. And huh. yeah, he is. He is from New Zealand. That actor is from New Zealand. Yes. He just doesn't have. The crazy, like Taika Waititi no, he was, accent. That no, because he was, yeah, because he was born in New Zealand, and then moved and lived most of his life in the U.S. So then, it turns out that Andy had actually set up this lovely table for two on his private pond or lake or whatever it is for them to watch the meteor shower from. Yeah. Yes, please, table for two. Like if Karen wasn't already going to give it up at this point, like why wouldn't she now? Come on now. Yep. Yeah. Good for Karen. Good for Karen is what I say with all this. Land yourself a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So then we go back to Felix um, after he and Brooke have hooked up and he asks if she's okay with the whole friends with benefits thing. And she um, starts to tell Felix about the Lucas and Peyton stuff and she stops herself and she clams up and gets really mean and just like, get out. I don't know why I'm talking to you about this. Just get out. She says, you're, we're not friends. The only advantage that you have is the fact that you're 30 seconds away. Now go home. This is where I start going, Felix, are you okay with the friends with benefits thing? Like, mm-hmm. are you catching feelings for our for our girl, Brooke Davis? Right? That's what I thought. And so then we go back to Whitey, and he gets a package on his desk. And that package is a framed, um, it's a framed picture of the article that was in the paper for his 500th win with that picture where he looks so happy. And then um, we cut to back to Lucas and, and Anna and Lucas fills Anna in on pretty much everything that's happened between him and Nathan and Haley and everything else. And he tells her that he really likes her, but he doesn't want to sneak around. He doesn't want to be that guy. So she needs to talk to Felix about them. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. It's fine. <laughs> Literally what she, she kind of says. Ugh. Right. Then we go back to Keith and Jules 
and they talk about the fact we get some backstory on Keith and Dan about the fact that Dan stole Keith's idea of owning a dealership. That's what Keith really wanted to do once he had enough money. And the time by the time Keith had saved enough money to do it, Dan opened his with Deb's family's money. And Keith took it then as an opportunity to have Dan do right by both of his sons. He taught Dan everything he knew about cars. To which then Jules goes, well, sometimes nice guys don't always finish last. And she kisses him. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. While they're watching the meteor shower in a very like creative location. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like cars for, for, for like figuring that out. Like right? being like yeah. this would be cool. Because yeah. I would actually like to watch a meteor shower like that. Right. <laughs> that would be fun. It'd be cool. Yeah. Be like at the planetarium, but outside. Right? Yeah. So then we go back to Haley and Nathan and Haley Haley's mad at Nathan sort of for sending Peyton her music. And, but then she kind of relents and she tells him she'll play the club night. And he also tells her that he ended up not getting into high flyers. Uh, but that just means that she can start playing her music more and spend more time doing that. Cause she deserves it. He's a dirty liar. Then we get a little montage moment of everybody watching the meteor shower. We get Nathan and Haley, Karen and Andy, Dan and Deb, Whitey standing in the middle of nowhere watching it, Peyton at the club watching it, Keith and Jules, sort of, because they're just kissing each other. They're not actually looking at the meteor shower. (laughs) And then Lucas and Anna at the river court. And then Dan tries to make a move on Deb. And she's like, "Uh, no, sorry, no. Ugh, that was the moment that Deb realized Dan is back. Yeah. 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 And she says, well, we should probably go back home. And he's like, well, no, we've been drinking a lot. And she's like, yeah, but we still need to. I didn't pack anything. He's like, I throw it over night bags in the car. He's like, I'll stay in the guest room, obviously. So they. Yeah. Great. Deb Great is wearing her. so much frosty eyeshadow to watch this meteor shower. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's. Yeah. That's it's all. Not yeah, it's not good. That that I don't have a, a joke about it. The nope. the frosty eyeshadow is the joke here. Completely, <laughs> completely. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> then we go back to Anna and Lucas, and she tells him that she will talk to Felix, and Lucas reiterates to her that he wants to be a good guy, and Anna tells him she already thinks he is a good guy, and she gives him a kiss on the cheek as he's dropping her off. Only for Felix to see that. The scariest soap opera lighting I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) From the dimly lit porch. Oh, just the eyes in the moonlight. Right? (laughs) Of the meteor shower just streaking across its face. Ah. Yeah. So Felix confronts Anna about Lucas and tells her that he's a bad guy. And Anna says she's willing to give Lucas the benefit of the doubt. And Felix goes, that's how guys like that get away with girls like you. By you giving them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Whatever. Though it's also at this point where Anna goes, well, he told me he's working some stuff out. And, and Felix is like, yeah, he cheated on Brooke with Peyton. And Anna very visibly does not know that that's what the stuff was. No, and- she does, though. No, her her face changed a little bit when she was did like, it? yeah, no, this okay. is what's going on. Yeah, no, he definitely didn't tell her all the details no. about he his did not. stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm conflicted here because, like, I think what we've seen in the last couple episodes, Lucas is trying to turn a new leaf, but also, like, oof. Oof. Mm-hmm. He, d- he did a bad. He did a bad. And, uh, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Then we get uh, my favorite scene of the entire episode, which is Karen coming home to be surprised by Lucas <laughs> and Lucas giving her the whole third degree about where have you been? Do you know what time it is? It is after one o'clock when it is after midnight in this house. We call to check in. <laughs> uh... And then Karen's response is, I'm sorry, I'll try to do better. When did you get in? About five minutes ago. <laughs> It's the best. It's the best. But also uh, she goes, oh, is that what I sound like? <laughs> right. She literally has yeah, like, oh, God, is that what I sound like? Yeah, it's um, it's amazing. We did miss Felix had a good line last oh, what? Oh. scene. Uh, Anna goes, it was only a first date. And Felix goes, half the kids in this town were conceived on the first date. <laughs> yep. True. True. And, I, if I didn't believe that Felix could read people before, <laughs> like Felix has this whole town. Oh, he's read. got this entire town figured out yep. to a T. Absolutely. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. He had some help, but yes. Yes. <laughs> Make yeah. his to tell him everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mouth spilled the beans. Come on, mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Then after that, we get uh, the next morning where Dan is making pancakes and Deb bursts his bubble that. They're they're not getting back together. Dan's feeling better. She's going to go home and she's he can come back and get his stuff and bring it back to the beach house. And then, of course, Dan gets a call from the doctors and we hear the phone call and it says that Dan's doing great and they can move on to a, you know, a, a heavier exercise regime. And Dan hangs up the phone and lies to Deb and tells her that it's, it's not good, that he's going to have to stay with her a little longer. Because. Nathan gets the dirty liar gene from somewhere. Oh, God. Yeah. And then we get a scene where Lucas comes over to Nathan Haley's and he talks to Nathan and Lucas confronts him about the fact that he's lying to Haley about getting into high flyers. And Nathan tells Lucas that he wants Haley to shine and she deserves it. Nathan has, you know, Nathan's had his time to shine on the basketball court and everything else. And he wants Haley to have that same feeling that he gets every time he, you know, plays. And Lucas asks him about his future. And Nathan says he already knows what his future is. It's with Haley. Jesse made it, a face. She so made a big face. I want to know the thoughts behind the face. Yes. It's very sweet. It's like, yeah, sure. Very sweet. I don't know. He was such a bad boyfriend. He was such a a very, very bad, no good, very bad boyfriend to Peyton. And I'm just like, right now, he sounds like the perfect romance novel hero. And I'm... I'm nervous for my sweet baby Haley, and I am nervous that this bad boyfriend shit, he is Dan Scott's son. I'm nervous that some he's when he trips up, it's going to be big, it's going to be bad, and I'm nervous about it. And he's also 16 years old. The end. They shouldn't be married. I'm still mad that they're married. The end. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, That's I know. Very interesting. That's very interesting. It's very interesting, Jesse. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. 
And then um, we go back to Peyton, who's at the club, and turns out the busted sign that she was um, plugging in gives her the name of the club, Trick. Stupid. Nah. I like it. Then this geezy cokehead band manager comes in and tells her, oh, so this club's happening. Well, I guess we're going to be working together then, and that probably means partying together. Ick. Ick. Hard cut. Straight then to Mouth surprising Brooke with the dollhouse. He tracked down the lady from her check and bought the dollhouse back from the crazy weird lady. And Brooke is so happy. He's really putting the work in here. Like He's trying so hard. Oh, God. He's trying so hard. Poor mouth. Poor mouth. Yeah. And yeah, then uh, we see a scene where Dan is watching Nathan play basketball at the river court. And he gets a call from one of the guys from High Flyers. Apparently, Dan orchestrated the whole thing of Nathan getting into High Flyers to try to break him and Haley up. Didn't work, though, because the guy was like Nathan said. He didn't want to leave his wife. Oh, Yucks. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not surprised. I I, I didn't see it coming. Didn't I don't know. Coming? One episode away from Dan, and I forget the shit he's capable of. Right? <laughs> yeah. Then it also the doesn't la- help that he's been, you know, trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes for the first five episodes of this season. Right. And where we did have a week off. We're, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So, yeah. And the four episodes that he was in, it's been all, oh, I'm sorry. Phoenix I'm trying syndrome to make there. Yeah. With yep. the exception of that one creepy scene in the hospital where he's like, don't worry, Deb. Yeah. It'll all work out. Yeah. And he's yeah. got the, like, creepy smile on his face. Yep. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Then, can we can we take this moment to say our at once per episode required statement that Dan Scott is the worst? Yes. Kay. Dan Scott is the worst, ladies and gentlemen. We know the, this. The sponsors will stop rolling in if we don't say it at least once per episode. So right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we get um the last few scenes, which is Karen and Lucas on their porch in the porch swing, and they tell each other that they've they've each met someone. And Karen tells him that he's a lot younger. And that's where Lucas says, if he's younger than me, I'm not calling him dad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Karen hands him an envelope that uh, someone had sent him, a letter that someone sent him. And we then cut to Whitey, who is walking into the hospital to go have his surgery. Whitey. And the note, and the note that Lucas got, it just says, thank you. <laughs> and the episode ends. Uh, here's a new segment of Jesse's an idiot. Not as not the village idiot like Tim, but like I'm kind of dumb because I had no idea who that fucking letter was from. <laughs> I had zero <laughs> idea who that letter was from. I'm you like, didn't know that was Whitey? No, none. Oh, okay. And Ben's like, it's obviously from Whitey. I'm like, how do you figure? And he's like, Karen gave him the envelope. They cut to Whitey they cut back to Lucas opening the envelope. It's from Whitey. I'm like, maybe. (laughs) Ben makes too much sense. It's like, don't try to out TV me, Ben. This is my job. Who's it from? No, that's why I was confused. Uh, Maybe Anna. 
Thank you. Think, no, thank if you. it were for mana, it would have had the extra picture in there. No, that's, I, true. that's true. I also thought the extra picture was going to be. In there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's from Whitey. I understand that now. We're we're like what, like four hours in the future. I get that it's from Anna. <laughs> okay, good. Wait, Whitey. It's from Whitey, not Anna. It's from Whitey. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So that was the end of the episode. What did we think of this one? I liked it. It's I liked fine. it. It's a lot. cute. It's cute. It's fine. It yeah. It was it's... another one of those One Tree Hill meet Stars Hollow episodes. I was confused because I thought the the meteor shower was going to be the montage at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So when it's so when it started happening, I'm like, this is too short to be a full episode of One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. I mean, since we're episode six, we're like between a quarter and a third of the way through the season. So you we can tell where they're like building on things. They're going to pull. I feel like the trigger is going to get pulled soon. But we just keep building on things to see where it's going. And I like that. I'm just having fun. Everyone's what? having fun. The boys are acting like teenagers. Uh I told you season two and on is a very different bag from season one. Season one is great. Season one is its own monster all on its own. Yeah, completely like season two is just, yeah, season two is a lot of fun. And I also love the fact that like, like I said, Jesse, and we, we told you this, it's not all about basketball because literally Whitey even says we're in the off season. Leave me alone. (laughs) Fuck right off. I hate you now. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know. I really like this episode are that I'm excited to see more of Tyler Hilton. Yes. Because I love, do we know know his name yet in the show or is he still just creepy record store guy? He's just creepy record store guy. He hasn't, (laughs) he hasn't introduced himself in the third person yet. (laughs) Can I, can I take this moment to talk about my favorite Tyler Hilton turn of, as an actor? Um, he is in a movie that I think is completely underrated that, but everyone must watch. And it is called Charlie Bartlett. I've seen it. I love that movie. It's one, honestly, one of my favorite movies. And he plays the, uh, the mohawked, uh, mohawked chain smoking leather, uh, leather coat bully. That is literally from the wrong side of the tracks, like literally walks across the railroad tracks to get home. Uh, it's, oh, it's got, uh, Anton, uh, Yelchin, may he rest in peace. It's got Robert Downey Jr. And Kat Dennings and half the Degrassi, the next generation cast in it. Like everyone should watch it. Because it's Tyler Hill, it's so I good. Watched yeah. That movie in so long. You got to yeah. do it now. You got to do it. Yeah. So, and I mean, spoiler—not really a spoiler, but yeah—he's around a lot more this season. So you do get to find out his name, and he's more than just creepy record store guy. I mean, which whatever. is great. Which is great. Whatever. As long as he sings, I don't care. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We he does. To, we get to relive that album that he put out during that time period. Mm-hmm. Completely. All of it. It's a great album. It's so oh, good. good. I haven't listened to it in so long. Now I need to go like re-listen to it. I right? also added that to my Spotify today, honestly. The the music in these last two episodes has been so good. Yeah. I also cannot wait because it's this season, and I think it's 
is it season three or season four where we get soundtracks? They actually released two full length albums. Really? With music from the show. Oh. It's season three. It's yeah, season two and it season three. Season three. They we get one for season three and season four, but they start doing it in season three. I thought it was season two. Or is it because of season two they decided to start doing the albums? I think it's because of season two they started okay. because the first album they do had a purpose. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Purpose, yeah. say. A porpoise? Yes. yes. No, yeah. 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 The second one is in the show. Yeah. Oh. Spoiler alert. Not well, really, God damn it, so Brody. Now, what's the point of me watching this show anymore? <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to keep watching to find out, Jesse. Ugh. Anyway, we have anything else we want to add about this wonderful episode? Nope. No, nope. great. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out tremendously. And as always, yes, I said tremendously. Yes, I did. Like one tree, Hill. <laughs> See what I did there? You're welcome. You're welcome. We are on social media everywhere at On Wednesdays Pod. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for another episode of On Wednesdays. We watch One Tree Hill. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.